0: I don't
1: buy the idea that, you know, the society the way it is right now, it has to be this way.
0: Welcome to Rewrite The Rules with your host, Alex Starr.
1: So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality.
0: It's time to live life on your own terms.
1: What do you really want? Good evening, everybody. I got to get myself amped up for this because I'm always recording these at night, I'm realizing. It's 11 p.m., so... And when I listen to myself later, I realize how quiet and non-excited I am in the intro for these. Um, so I'm working on that. Today's guest is my friend Connor Moore, who is a podcaster here in Austin, Texas. His podcast is called The Realness with Connor Moore, um, where he and his guests explore the beautiful mess called life with unapologetic authenticity, authenticity, wait, Goddamn, authenticity and no shortage of strong language. Um, So saw kind of Connor out and about, um, and we got to sit down uh, at the park. And man, we just kind of go into a little bit of everything, relationships, really just life. I mean, this guy can talk and have a conversation like almost no one I have ever seen. Um, And so we just kind of hit the ground running and just have a real, real fun conversation. I know you guys will dig his style and check out his podcast when you get a minute. Um, you can, uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're digging it, you know, leave a review on iTunes and just, uh, you know, tell your friends when people are asking for a suggestion, suggestion for a podcast. Oh man, I am fucking up this intro. I'm going to post it though. Um, then yeah, just, uh, you know, if you enjoy it, it would mean the world to me to, uh, just suggest it and get the world out there, get the word out there. And um yeah guys I hope you enjoy this podcast. I got amazing ones coming up with all types of people and um hope y'all having an amazing week. I am going to stop talking before I mess this up even more. See ya. <laughs> Connor, what's up, baby? Dude,
0: I'm I'm actually really stoked about this this setting for the show. It's nice, right? Yeah.
1: For all the listeners, we are underneath a beautiful You're the one from Texas. What is that, an ash tree? This is I, ash?
0: I don't even know, man. It's magical, though. It's, it's a magical great, being. Dude. Sunset, Barton dude, Springs. I'm, actually, I'm reading this book called the, S- the Hidden Life of Trees right now, uh-huh. and you wouldn't think that would be something you'd pick up. It's fascinating Dude, my, the
1: trees are incredible they're so cool yeah they're like some
0: of the coolest there's some of the coolest living species on they the planet they
1: communicate plant. underneath the underneath the ground yeah. by like the, um, the bacteria my well the mycelium <laughs> <was just> <laughs>
0: well like the soil is about i think it's like 40 percent uh, mycelium which is like mushrooms yes and exactly. the and mushrooms use they use mushrooms to soak up more water through the root system and the way they communicate and, and the way they kind of power play for sunlight is it's incredible it's crazy like I was. I, I between that, I'm listening to that. I'm reading this book called Iron John, and I'm listening to this 12 hour course on Buddhism.
1: <laughs> between those two like, things, do I'm you like ever read like, so many books at once? Where you like, or listen to things? Where you're like, you tell your friends, "Yeah, I heard this." uh I have no fucking idea where I heard it, dude. I, I read this. it somewhere on the internet or on a book or an audio thing or like a podcast. But this is what I know
0: exactly, man. And it was that happened to me the other day. It was like either Zeus said this about masculinity or the Buddha said this about enlightenment. I don't know, but it resonated. <laughs> yeah, I don't what it was. It was like, but it awesome. This is good. It, somebody yeah. important said this to somebody else. Yeah. important. Yeah, 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 um, man. But yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because you just you get immersed in that knowledge, and it's like that's where podcasts like Fighter and the Kid come in come in handy because it's just hilarious or Theo Vaughn are these guys where it's like, okay, I can, if I wanted to take a break from, you know, going back between the, the masculine role in our life and, and Buddhism, I can just put on, you know, dude, so Brian it's, Callen and get weird.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I do. I love Brian Callen. He's um, a funny guy. Yeah. I fucking love that guy, dude. I read Iron John or I started it. Okay. Okay. Which is, it's a book about masculinity, yeah, right? A book,
0: a book for men.
1: I dude, I couldn't get into it. Okay, I got a third of the way in, and I've read other books like that. I've read um the Rational Male and The Way of the Superior Man. Way of the Superior
0: Man's a clutch book.
1: That's a great book, but Iron John, dude, a third of the way in, I just got so, over it. It's weird. So you're, what you're, kept you going? You're
0: you're you're right. i I've, I've got it got recommended to me enough, and I, once I so I'll do that with a book. If I'm like I want to finish this book, I'll put it on Instagram. So I'll put it on Instagram, and now- Oh, what? just to hold yourself accountable? Yeah. So, and, and, people, and people really engage better. I have a highly. friend that's I've, doing
1: that, by the way, of losing weight. She's posting well, like that's huge. very personal pictures of herself, Dude, overweight, this, stretch marks, and yeah. she's using it to hold herself accountable, and it's working tremendously. It's getting had people her on, on board, like
0: man. Getting people on board and having them engage in your story mm-hmm. is, is incredible. I mean, Instagram- by all accounts is garbage but it's,
1: it's <laughs> if, you it's it, if you can it's use it, if you can use it if you
0: can use it appropriately like it's fantastic and and if you can provide value like this one thing i said as i've been in this content game for a long time is People are going to be looking at their phones anyways, all the time. I might as well give them something to them look at that doesn't good, suck, yeah. you yeah. know? So, so so with that in mind, I really love engaging people in these books and, and sharing them and, and doing YouTube book reviews is the next step that I'm taking on, on the content generation okay, side. Okay, nice. So that's really exciting. So I yeah. get books like The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, uh, 12 yeah. Rules for Life. I'm going to do Iron John. But the secret to Iron John is what, you, what I was going to get at here is that it's kind of, it gets a little bit esoteric about a third of the way through. And I'm, I'm a little over halfway, I think, now. And I just get to this point where I started getting excited. Okay. It, and it was, took it halfway. Was, it took halfway. So I started getting, oh, like, I have I, the I was, patience for it, man. I, <laughs> I was getting that feeling like, oh, cool, what's next? And I was Maybe like, I didn't want to put it down versus Iron it. What if like that's of part of the it. test?
1: What if that's part of the test of the book? It's Such his life. <laughs> only like the guys who are willing to get past that point aren't going to be willing to accept the message the second half of the book. Exactly. What, if it's, like right. a, what if it's like an undercurrent of the entire... Well,
0: dude, what what is <laughs> what that's worth doing doesn't suck for a little while, right? True, man. Everything, I mean, yeah. you got to throw yourself... And that's... When he talks about... Did you get the part where he talks about the ashes? Uh, like, dude, I really so, was... Okay, I was not no, even this paying great. that
1: much attention to it at all. <laughs> it's like, hard. As it's, I was reading it, I just challenge. was... I couldn't get into it. It was one of those books, <laughs> man. I just... And you know what's cool is I got it from... One of those free little libraries. Have you okay. seen those around neighborhoods? Yeah, I've seen of those. Where it's like those, you, yeah. you leave a book and you take a book. Yeah. And people recommended me Iron John. I stop at this little library. I'm going for a jog. I take a look. There's Iron John. I say, this is perfect. This Dude. is meant to be. Nope. A week later, I'd fucking
0: put it back. Do you gotta, just get get the audible and just and just crush it out?
1: Yeah, no, that's
0: I true. mean, because there's some good stuff in there, and it, it gets a little bit like uh, there's a lot of there's some there's some mysticism for sure, but it's it's fun. It's a fun book once you get through that through that piece. So where what it's, are you what
1: are you learning about masculinity? You also
0: get to <laughs> I'll get into that. <laughs> you also get to get engaged with that story, like the way they break. I love that when I used to love this in college. It's just so strange. It seemingly from the outside is this I, I've always <laughs> said I've kind of been a, This bridge between like meathead Culture and and personal development Or, or, or like bro culture and You must love Joe Rogan Oh yeah exactly yeah, right. right in like that same our, vein He's
1: like our, our god
0: So I was like the I was, yeah exactly he's like the the, the D.D.D. of CrossFit He's the bridge <laughs> He's the bridge for yeah, for people and who the, And the older hear.
1: generation the younger generation Dude, and Exactly all over the place
0: man. Um, But I in, this, in our um, English lit class at after it's like English Lit after eighteen or seventeen seventy six, after the Revolution. I loved that class, dude. It was a thousand or five hundred person class. It was a five hundred person class at Texas State and I loved it. Like he would only call on people in class that had a hat on that would wear a hat to that class every day and finally got called on one time and he didn't let me finish what I was going to say and I was like so excited but I would tutor my um, I would tutor all my like fraternity brothers and the sorority girls that were in that class so I would be breaking down poems because I didn't really understand like arch- archetypes and what what a peach or a flower actually meant in a poem right it was like they could only see it for what it said not what it meant and there was something about that that really like geeks me out that's why I love Westworld and I think that's why I'm starting to get excited about Iron John like because, a puzzle that you can solve yeah It's like, what was this, what was this, this person languaged and expressed themselves in a way that, that resonated so deeply that it still exists long after they're gone. Right. So what were the feelings and emotions that drew them to create this piece of art? That's why people love art. I think that's why people love old music. It's, it's really, and this is where I get kind of geeked out is, is, is self-expression and the value of self-expression in our world is, is infinite because that that really is the way you bring yourself to the world like if you can see that the way that you're perceiving the world is really a reflection of you then self-expression becomes extremely important and understanding mm-hmm. who the fuck you are and bringing that person forward becomes becomes really really valuable
1: to you and it's a quest yeah, it's, it's it. a constant quest isn't and it, it? and <laughs> it sucks
0: for a little while just like some books <laughs> it does yeah
1: well because you know a big yeah a big part of it too is I think the biggest struggle for a lot of people including myself is in order to find yourself you have to strip away all the layers first Mm -hmm. and you got to strip away things that you might be really 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 attached to in terms of your identity right yeah and like buddhism does all the time right like attachment to things you you are no thing yeah but it's like (laughs) it's the identity i think a lot of it right Mm -hmm. is like you think of yourself like you just said before the podcast started oh i'm like a relationship type of a guy yeah. Right? And it's like, and before this, I always thought of myself, it's like I got a girlfriend. Six months ago. I was always <laughs> thought of myself as like a, the guy that was single and my yeah. like friends, your friends and your family reflect yeah. those types of things back to you and mm-hmm. then you solidify them back to yourself. Exactly. And it becomes this thing. And then at the end of the day, you're like, this is well, just who I am, it's so but funny it's you not. say that
0: about the relationship thing because I always used to be like, yeah, man, I really don't want to be in a relationship, but I just kept getting in them. And my buddy was <laughs> yeah. like, maybe you actually do. And I was like, oh. Maybe I do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, I was like proje- I was like projecting a false identity. And it was yeah. Like- Take somebody else outside of me. And I think that's something that t- to expand on that, it's really important to have people outside of you that can see you see you t- clearly and truly, right? Because yeah, if people true. are buying your bullshit all the time, you just create an echo chamber for this identity that your ego has created, and then <laughs> you end up with a lot of confirmation bias and a lot of like I feel this way, and they're like you should feel that way. Yeah, you know, even if that way is completely toxic and right. Maybe like. Stooped in narcissism or some other kind yeah. of shit. Like well, it's, it, it becomes crazy, and it's like, well, dude, that that's ideas and and personality take friction to be shaped, and that's something that you can embrace that, and that's kind of a stoicism Buddhist practice as well. Is like really understanding that that there's there is this this like constant. Um, I want to say suffering is what Buddha, Buddha say it, but it's the like like friction Jordan of Peterson life
1: type of uh, thing, right there, right? <laughs> Dude, the,
0: the most beautiful thing about life, is you get yeah. to choose what you'll sacrifice. Yeah, and people don't like hearing that. I think, and especially in the spiritual culture, like it's hard to, it's hard to bridge that gap. Like that's a big one because I'm like, well, life is kind of choose by what you'll suffer for. I've said that so many times, and or not, your life is designed, sorry, by what you'll what you're willing really to suffer suffer for and mm-hmm. sacrifice for.
1: Sacrifice, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, I think suffer is suffer as such a strong yeah word. You just think of like you think of Jesus. When yeah, you, think you, of think suffer, of like, you have yeah. this image of like someone just you know watching their loved ones die. Exactly, suffering, right now sacrifice. Sacrifice yeah. is doable.
0: Well when I think about sacrifice, I think about Jesus. Yeah, well I, maybe just when, Jesus has all of them. Yeah, right. When I think about this it's is funny because this language becomes very important as well. But and when I think about suffering, I think about Buddhist suffering, which is like suffering comes from attachment. Right. So it's like that's to me I'm not like suffering. You're thinking of like, internal suffering. Exactly. Okay. I'm thinking about about Suffering that's generated by the world and the life that we have perceived yeah. and that we that we believe the drama that we that we believe is playing out right. that is or, really or dine
1: into your identities exactly and stuff like that your identity and suffering exactly of that, yeah yeah
0: that you that you don't have really have a self like this is just an it's an idea you know and, and at the end of life or whenever you transcend that it's it goes into something else and that's right. one something, something that in this course this Buddhism course is really really cool is the way he explained. Uh, samsara, so the, the the cycle of life and death, right? And essentially, what they w- would explain Nirvana as as the ending of Samsara, right? So you're in this like karma of of regeneration, and the way he explained it, I never heard it like this before. He was like, it's it's like the last flickering flame of a candle touching another candle, and one burns out and gives the next candle its life. And that's the next life, and that one burns all the way down, and then life is like this flame; it just dances and changes constantly all the way to the very bottom. And at the very end, the very last embers Remember, of that fr- yeah. of that of that wick, it touches the next one, and it's that's the cycle of samsara. And then nirvana is the blowing out of the flame. And I was like, wow, that was really that's profound, great metaphor. Oh man, I was like tripping out about it. Yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was so beautifully said. Of course, this guy's friends with the Dalai Lama in some yeah. way or he's met him at least that's a handful he's, of times So next level he's pretty woke as they yeah, say yeah some of yeah, those if people teach, if you teach Buddhism and spirituality at Harvard like you're you probably got it together
1: yeah <laughs> and, you're, and you're and you're like in it you know yeah. you're in it if, that, if that's your life is figuring mm-hmm. out the different levels of Buddhism yeah. you know like that's all you're thinking about you're not thinking Dude. about Instagram and like social media marketing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're, yeah, you're I think in that realm. That, that's
0: social media marketing and Instagram. Um, have been the friction that I need for my spiritual practice. I'm yeah. like, I could. Like, that's it's a actually great actually way to funny. look at it, man. That's I had actually this look really in my car at it. the uh, the Dhammapada, and it's this teachings of the Buddha. And 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 I was gonna gra- I was gonna get on my phone. I was like, oh, I'll wait when I was waiting for you. I got here a little early. I was like, oh, I'll jump on Instagram. And I was like. No, I can literally do anything else. I could just sit there without doing anything and it would be better for me than looking at fucking Instagram. I was practicing the exact
1: same thing sitting (laughs) on the bench over there of like, I stretched and watched people in Barton Springs, you know? The best way that I have found to not look at that shit because it's like a drug and if I have it, I'm going to take it, Mm -hmm. right? Like put a little cocaine in my pocket, like- there's going to be quite a few hours, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to say yes eventually, yeah, it's right? Yeah, if it's, it's always like, there, yeah. Yeah, like a cake on the counter, right? Yeah, like, exactly. eventually, I'm going to take a bite. <laughs> so, the best way I found is I just leave it in the car, or dude. I, just, I just leave it at home places, you know? Some girl I was
0: on a date it's with a, a while back way. was so impressed that I left my phone at the table when I went to the bathroom.
1: Because what do we all do? Yeah. We, dude, I was like, I, I will really go new. to the urinal sometimes. I will like, pull I pee out pee at the urinal.
0: It's <laughs> so weird. Oh, I've done. No. you never done that
1: before. I mean, I've done it, but yeah. it's not. It's
0: not that as common as I don't know. It's not that common for me, but man, it's it's the attachment to these things again. That think about the amount of suffering that's created by that attachment. Yeah, man. Even your friend. So your friend that 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 lost is losing all this weight and, and putting your journey out there. Like that's going to inspire a lot of people. But there are a percentage of people that would be like, Oh man, I wish I could do that. I could never do that. And then start comparing themselves and then get themselves into the emotional eating and and these different things. And it's it's funny because we keep com- we compartmentalize life so much, mm-hmm. but really it's all just one thing. Or no thing, but it's it's all one, and it's it's like well, this is my fitness, and this is my job, and this is the way that I do my friend. This is the way I interact with my friends. And this is the way that I have my you know my partner, and this is the way I treat my kids, and you know it goes on and on. And really, it's if you if you view that through the lens that how you do anything is how you do everything. Holy shit, that gives you so much ownership that over one, how you bring yourself to the world.
1: Yeah, that's a fantastic quote. You talking earlier too about nothing and something made me think of one of my favorite quotes in the world, which is, "Love is knowing you are everything." wisdom is knowing you are nothing <laughs> between the two your life moves <laughs> who said that I, I have no idea oh my god But i love I wanna, it i want a podcast with whoever said that i, I know right? we, can, we can look it up when it's <laughs> over but i love that quote man that's beautiful um it is man well isn't, isn't there something
0: so funny about the like the teeter-tottering back and forth of relevance and lacking relevance and, and getting caught into that whole world in like what it's, way at, like it it's example. so i mean so much easy example it's far and away Childhood stars, like actors, okay, like it's going from relevance to lack of relevance, and like in having I've your retirement. I feel bad for those people. I just feel terrible for them. <laughs> they
1: like, I feel terrible for them. There always has been, even though they could be a doctor now. It's like, oh, they used to be in yeah. sync. Somebody like,
0: actually saw the kid that played Anakin Skywalker on Episode One is like, completely lost it. He's in a psychiatric ward. Oh, really? Yeah, well, in a terrible
1: movie. So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Well, that was, a, it, was
0: a, it. Was a lot of mistakes that <laughs> it happened. Was a shit in that, movie. In that, yeah. Ra- like, around those movies. Yeah, he got um, stuck with
1: Darth Maul. Not his fault. Not his fault. <laughs>
0: But, um, yeah, there's like this weird, like that's an easy, it's like, you don't know any other reality besides you get conditioned. And so as I was talking about earlier with, with expression, I feel the same way about experience. Like I think there's this influx between experience and then you have the present moment and then you have expression and your expression is influenced by your experience. So if you have boundaries on your experience, if you have boundaries on how you express yourself, if you have boundaries on the context that you're gaining through the life that you live. Then you're lacking the ability to express yourself fully a lot of times. There's things in your, There's things in the world, for all of us, and this will be the case for everyone that lives, that you would love to do that you don't know exist. And if you live in your loop, you're going to miss a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to get all of them, but you might be able to, by releasing an agreement that you may be unconsciously made early in your life by just a little bit of self-reflection, you can release that and open it up yourself to new experiences. And this is small stuff. Then... You can express yourself more fully, bring yourself more full to the world, let go of things that don't serve you anymore because you don't have enough room for them. It's like, man, I've got more awesome stuff now. And this thing that like seemed awesome once like, doesn't really seem awesome anymore. And I get to, wow, man, I get to like let that thing go. And that's, holy shit, that's a part of me that's gone. Well, shit, now there's more space here that can like add in more things that I like. And that's the continual evolving of life. And it's so fun to see that happen.
1: And to feel that happen.
0: And it's also extremely challenging. Sometimes it's like ripping your finger
1: off. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just, it's just that it's that tough onion layer. Yeah. You got to scrape it off with a knife. Exactly. So I talked about this on the last podcast I did too, but um, about I was reading these books and I was um, watching this documentary called No Impact Man. Yeah. And he's the guy I had on my podcast. And, and he was talking about the stories we tell ourselves, right? Which is very similar to what you're yeah. saying, right? Identities and the stories we tell ourselves. And can you reevaluate these things? And um, I was in the shower after I watched the movie. and I was thinking about stories I tell myself, and then I was like washing my hair, and I was like, you know what? I, I really want to go. Um, I really want to go get a haircut. And I was like, no, I need to wait three months because I only get my haircut every like three four months. And then I realized I was like, but I like the way it feels after I get my haircut. I could just go next week and get it. And yeah. I swear to God, it was it's so stupid, <laughs> but it it was such a good. It was such a good example yep. of like just. Reevaluating real, real and being like, I don't have to keep making that decision just because it's what I've always done. And yeah. it's so dumb and simple as a haircut, but then you think, well, what in a bigger picture am I doing? I was about
0: to say, what what That's did that bleed into? Did you, did you do question things a little bit more in other parts of your life after that experience?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always try to a little bit, but um, nothing big has come up yeah. since. I think a lot of it is sometimes is like, you know, even coming down it, it's simple, it's it's small things for me. Like yeah. what am I gonna eat? And it's like, Well, I usually eat this, so that's what I'm gonna eat. Yeah. When it's like I don't that doesn't have to continue. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's or that like, the relationship thing was a big one for me. Yeah. I'm always single. And then yeah, I started it, liking this girl yeah. and I was like, No, no, no. I haven't told her. I was like, No, no, no I I don't do boyfriend girlfriend thing, and then my yeah. friends, like you were saying, said, "Don't be a fucking idiot. What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, you're right." <laughs>
0: yeah, because and it's now it's great. So, so identity is so crazy. Yeah. it's funny because um, so I'm I'm seeing someone now, and I, I was in a relationship for like a year and a half, and I've been single for like, for like I don't know six months, and then I kind of get in this thing, and I'm like, worse exclusively dating, you know, but I don't want to use like boyfriend and girlfriend. She's like, this makes no sense. She's like, I'll, I'm cool with it, but it's, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm right. like, I just don't, I don't feel like ah, I'm scared. <laughs> like, I, just don't, That's I don't what it want, is. I don't want now. I don't want that label on me. Cause last time it's like, I have like a, this weird connotation with it in my own life. And it's like, I totally see that. And I'm like, well, let me, it's, but I think there's part of me that was, that was just like, yeah, you know what? It doesn't make any sense. It's kind of irrational. So, I'll just ignore it. but the there, something that've I've taken on over the past couple of years was like when it came up, I'm like, okay, this isn't irrational. Like my feelings come from somewhere. Let me evaluate this and kind of see where it's coming from because I don't wanna I don't want to do something out of just pure like objective reasoning. Only like I do want to, I do want to account for and feel my feelings around this silly thing, even though it is silly. because that, that'll get to the can, root of it. it then and I can then, let, then I can know what's up, and then we don't have to worry about it at all ever again. Or I'll be like, fuck man, you made me, you made me get in a relationship with you before I wanted to in like three years. And it's like, what we're, we were yeah. just, we were just like fighting over the TV remote,
1: or <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: and that stuff. And that's, but if you can't, if you can't create a container for honest communication and relationships super early on, like you're putting yourself, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot, really, because. It's gonna come back up, man. It is it's gonna man. come back and up.
1: It's like whack a mole is the way I think of it. Like if oh, you don't, yeah. if you don't address relationship or otherwise, let's say it's something like, um, you know, you, you feel fear around like you know, going to hippie, going to like a nudist beach or something. Yeah. right? you don't want to do that. Okay is a really weird example. I was reading an article about Hippie Hollow they, they
0: came up a lot lately. I think they've been doing some advertising. Okay, yeah. I saw it pop up on I my Facebook or something. I all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There. I was like, damn, dude, Hippie Hollow. I was, like, I was actually searching for photos of Hilliho Country on Google for it, my, and for and my Hippy retreat. And Hippie Hollow came up? And Hippy, it was like all over the place and on yeah, Pinterest. I and I was like, this is wild. What? Yeah, I don't know like, what they're doing. I've, never, I've looked for these photos before never seen Hippie yeah. Hollow. I need to get out there and do it. because um, I'm, in, I'm into some. I'm into it.
1: It sounds fun. It sounds like yeah. an experience. Yeah. So anyway, those types of things when you're like, yeah, when you're like. That type of thing, and you're thinking, "Oh, I'm I'm scared to do that, right?" Or like, "Okay, well, why?" Because if you go to, you end up forcing yourself and drink a couple beers and go to Hippie Hollow, mm-hmm. you never solve that problem, and all that's going to happen is like like a whack a mole. It's just going to pop up somewhere else in your life, Right. Yeah. With anything,
0: yeah. And if you understand, like, I didn't. Gener- if you go, that's the thing about non judgment and to like non judgment and compassion. It's like, yeah, if you if you generally judgment fear expectations, external expectations are what cause those kind of boundaries on experience like I was speaking about earlier. And when you can broaden those out a little bit, you're like, oh, I have a little more freedom here. And if I don't like it, it's okay. Nothing's broken. I'm like, well, that was, and this is, this is extremely crucial for relationships. Like, okay, let's create an experience where it's like, we're going to have, let's, let's know that our relationship is going to change and evolve as we change and evolve. Yeah. We're going to, and if we don't let it do that, then it's going to... Fall apart probably because we're we're make, we're we're pretending as though we're going to stay the same forever, and even though it, we know we're not going to, yeah, right. So it's like it, our our conscious relationship, as people love to say now, will evolve and change and have its own consciousness, as do we. If we have two individual beings and then one thing that they're made together, yeah. so it's it's creating that agreement early on that. If we step outside and like try and challenge some boundaries in our relationship, that there there needs to be this understanding of compassion for the other person and where they're coming from and not being judgmental of, of that expression. Right. And, and to a point, like there's you want to take baby steps, don't go crazy, right? And a lot of people will be like, Yeah, then just start fucking other people and you'll figure yeah, it out. And yeah. I'm like, well, no, time well, slow down. Let's just chill maybe let's go to Hippie Hollow first, right? Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. it feels weird, then it's okay. Let feel your feelings. Because one thing I tell with guys that I work with, man, in this lifestyle design program is like, listen, you're going to have feelings and you can feel your feelings and not be a bitch. Like, it's fine. And there's a lot of growth in that for you. If you can let yourself feel those, feel what's up and then express that and communicate that. And if you can do that early on because it's probably going to be really silly, low-hanging fruit stuff, that starts like you're down the path of being able to communicate deeper feelings. Like, well, then you get to that point where you're like, you know, a year or two in and it's like, man, you know, really, I have a hard time trusting you when you leave for work because I have abandonment issues around this certain thing and that's like super fucking heavy and you can get into that and create you know maybe go see a relationship therapist or maybe go to that person goes to therapy on their own you're super fucking supportive and you're there for them and you know hey like I need to bring a version of myself to that situation that's extremely compassionate and not judgmental because I don't know Where the lens they came, that they see the world through, came from. But I know that this does hurt them, and I love that person. And if you can't bring, if you can't, Andy, have to do that, then you're in the wrong relationship, in my opinion. But I think there's something to be said for those early days when it's light and fun. Like take advantage of that light and fun shit Mm -hmm. to have some. Don't dampen it, but have some fun, light. Like this is where this comes from. Conversations and it it can be really, really beneficial.
1: What um, what do you do in terms of you? Evaluating and breaking down your own choices and identity. What are your favorite tools to do that?
0: Man, favorite tools, Um, journaling is, is by far my, the journaling has been the most impactful practice that I've put into my life, maybe ever
1: and how come? and uh, dude i, I agree think, but i'm curious what you think it's, so
0: it's morning pa- so i um yeah is that your morning pages book no no i got the actual <laughs> i got the actual thing man i got oh, the big you?
1: morning pages journal like oh that's awesome the one from amazon yeah dude i need to, I need to snag that yeah, just, it's really i've cool. actually got a
0: journal come out on amazon finally i'm stoked about it but um uh so my girlfriend like, a while back probably no it's i'm in my fourth year on the journal so she gave me a 5 year journal it's five lines a day journal it's awesome And it's all so it's five years stacked on top of each other. Right. So what is today? The 22nd. Right. So the 22nd will be like I can. And then when I journal about today, I'll see what happened a year ago, two years ago and three years ago. Right above that day. Right. And I didn't do I mean it took me a while to get probably about a year to make it a habit. And then once you get into the second year, it's really, really cool. And you're like, man, I've changed a lot since last year. Yeah, it is it's badass. E- it's either you like am cha- like, man, I changed a lot since last year in this day, and like you start seeing patterns in your behavior, and then you're like, oh, whoa, that same shit is still bothering me. That was bothering me a year ago. Like, I should probably do something about yeah. that. There's a lot of awareness came from that. And then, for whatever reason, I don't even remember where I s- heard about it or whatever, started doing, oh, no. A friend of mine, she's actually the uh, the host of Motherhood Unstressed. Give her a shout out for being so awesome. She's been kind of like this feminine mentor to me. She's an amazing human being, and she's just a beautiful soul, right? She she was talking to me about morning pages. She's like, just write this out. Wake up in the morning and just write. And I was like, okay, cool. And I have no problem thinking of things to say and and put on paper. And there was something about making the noise in my head real, like making it tangible where I could fucking see it. And sometimes I'd write something down and be like, man. That really resonates with me. Like that's really strong. Or I'd write something down and be like, "Man, that's complete horseshit," and you're lying to yourself, right? So I'd catch myself in that place, Mm -hmm. and that's why I liked it, for especially for a a masculine type of mindset because it's very pragmatic and very real. But it also has this kind of feminine flowiness to it, right? So it's it doesn't have to mean anything. And that's one thing that's funny. And people like, I don't know what to write the first line down, like. I'll figure out what their morning routine is. One guy would write down, he would start every day, one of the guys that I was working with, with a song that was stuck in his head in the morning. I would just, and if you have a challenge, be like whatever, like literally what's ever on your mind, like the coffee tastes good today or the coffee tastes bad today or it's cloudy outside. Like you can or just- Or
1: I can't think of anything to say. Exactly. You write it down, yeah. Yeah. It's fuck,
0: man. And it's crazy. And then you go from there and just opening up and that, that practice has been really great. And what I realized came up for me is that I would ask myself questions. Which turned into me giving people journaling practices where they have prompts. So it's like free-flowing prompts, um, which has turned into what I'm bele- the intention journal that I'm releasing, the no bullshit journal, and then the ultimately the design your life journal, which is a three-year journal that's really similar to that five-year one that I have, where you get to acknowledge the flexibility of your identity year after year mm. by seeing how you express yourself and how that changes over time and having reflection pieces in that. So it's a little bit bit more space to write and I'm I'm ex- like that's one of those things where the other two journals are, are going to be really fun. They're 90 and 30 pages, so they're not as long. Yeah. And this other one is 400 pages, 3 years. Like it's hefty. I'm going to make a leather one. Like it's really yeah. I'm really stoked on cool. it. I can like cannot...
1: a little like a belt buckle closure on oh, it. Dude, I've always got, dreamed dude, of having those. Man. My,
0: my Pinterest board is like lit up with yeah, ideas I this bet. thing and and now so it's it's greasing the groove for that distribution. Yeah. Um, with the first two that are really valuable and really fun to get you started and then it's like okay, cool. I'm in the journaling now. Like this is I've seen the power in this. And the the no bullshit journal is going to be so fun just because the prompts in there are like straight up calling you out. Like, let's go. It's only 30 pages. Like, let's go 30 days and just let's call yourself out on all your bullshit. (laughs) Like, what? What's the question? I mean, I'm I'm developing in them right now. but But um, one of them is, um, so who are you being? Like the word being a lot. Because as I say who you are, right? Well, then you attach who you might be in the future and who you might be in the past, whatever. Like, but who are you being right now? So one, one page, of this one section of this is a, it's a practice that I actually just podcasted about on one of my design your life episodes on my show. The realness, um, nice, is who, nice. you know, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, who are you being? It's question number one. And there's a, there's about a third of a page for that. Question two is who are you being because somebody else wanted you to be that? And that's a challenging question. Yeah. And question three is who the fuck do you want to be? <laughs> And you just the the funny thing is, like these don't seem like that. They're not that profound of question. They're not the 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 everything that I do is not meant to be esoteric. I have to explain what being means, but after that, you're off for the races. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, yeah. Well, (laughs) you don't need to get that esoteric to have you sit down and have a total life reevaluation. Yeah, you know who do you want to be?
0: Yeah, I (laughs) I mean, I, I like to preface that with those questions where it's like, well, who are you being right now? Yeah. Well, what, what components of that are are influenced by someone outside of you, not that's inspiring you, but that's making you feel a sense of lack in an area that you're overcompensating for, right? Those little things Hmm. where it's like, there's a difference in me seeing somebody, seeing somebody live a life that resonates and inspires me and emulating them in a way, in my own way, in my own flavor, in my own expression versus having a relationship or connection where I feel like I'm not enough and I'm needing to seek validation, right? Approval and validation can be ext- can be helpful. I think we all we're validating validation seeking animals, right? But it can, wouldn't be popular. Exactly, exactly. Or it can be really really dark. It has a shadow. It has a really really dark shadow, which is it's like- it's a balance, man. I'm never you, enough. Yeah, it's like yeah, you, know, you, you have people around that you can trust. They can tell you, give you feedback. But yeah, you, a, you don't need to like be so attached to their validation of you because you don't know what the fuck's going on in their
1: world. Exactly right. And yeah. it's it is it's taking like I think about this all the time too of taking advice from people. Yeah. Right. It's like you don't know. You got to really trust that person to be giving you advice based on who they really they want to give you advice for you and not projecting even even a good friend. Preach, brother. Yeah, yeah. even even a good friend can give you advice that they mean it yeah. from the deepest part of their heart they can get to. Yeah. You know what Dude. I mean, but there's some underlying shit that they're not projecting onto you without either of you knowing.
0: Do you think that there's some insecurity there when people like somebody say somebody asked you for advice and hundred percent, and you're I like do, and I you, do and it you, sometimes, and you I catch myself doing it, and you it don't know. You're like, well, you don't really know. You don't really know if you have the best advice. Like I see this a lot with with influential bass people, and that's one thing that I've been had the pleasure and the and the honor of doing a seeing behind the fucking curtain over and over again, like. I've essentially r- rode the wave of my personality to see all kind, see through all kinds of bullshit. It's really fun. It's been really, really fun. And, and I'm an uh, ENTP on the Myers-Briggs scale. So like, I'm called they call me the, the debater or the devil's advocate.
1: Okay, I think <laughs> I was the diplomat. So I think I was ENTJ. Or <laughs> yeah, ENTJ. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. The diplomat.
0: So it's like my whole thing is 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 like I like to I like to like break things down uh-huh. in a good way. let like yeah, to build them back up too. It's just like I'm restorative i like, 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 what is this I'm peach? A, I'm what a nature. Yeah. like,
1: what, what is this peach? <laughs> exactly. What does that mean? <laughs> Connor Moore here discovering peaches.
0: <laughs> the soft, subtle peach. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, the juiciness. Yeah. Um what the fu- where the fuck was I going with that? But oh no, I'm gonna see that and I've seen a lot of people like they get attached to this idea that I'm a leader and I need to know every I need to know what to say to these people. And one thing that I really always prided myself on after seeing that is like when someone asked me for advice on podcast gear, right? I don't tell them when I get what I got. Because what I got was was gifted to me and it was like four thousand dollars. And I'm like, Do you have four thousand dollars to spend? No. Okay, cool. Then you know what I mean? It was like it was like that was because I was in a situation where I I was supported by some really awesome people. That's not because I know, I don't know shit about audio. You just assume that I do because the audio on my podcast is really good. But the backstory is that's somebody else, not me. Right. That was, that was somebody else's money. That was somebody else's situation. And it's like, I don't, I'm not oh, ashamed yeah. of that because it's like, mm-hmm. I have this thing now and I, and, I, and I earned it through work. Like it was one of those things where it was like, it was it was a way of support, and I had really good connections like my friends at Barbell Shrugged, Like I got their same setup, so I love it. I think it's fantastic. But for me to give you advice on audio would be would be naive. So I went and sought that out from someone else. I created a kit, a podcast kit that I thought was adequate and really, that I've used before with other people. And like, this is the one you should get if you're going to get it. It'll cost you like nine hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, to get you started. And then there's things like that. And there's also like biz people that reach out to me for business advice and money advice. And I'm like, dude, again, I've ridden the fucking wave of my personality. Like I I am notoriously have no structure, but if I gave you advice you would not know the difference, and you might fucking listen to yeah. it, and it would not serve you. It might serve you. I can I can give you objective advice from the outside on on the way you're living your life and the in your state of being in your business. Yeah. But if you're like, well, how do I make my podcast successful? I'm like, I don't know. Know a lot of pop. Not know a lot of popular ass people and have them on your show. Do you not know much people with 250 thousand Instagram followers? Like. Well then, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think. Um, yeah, that's that's your first step, right? It's like it's like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like that doesn't even help. I've had people on here with like three million followers. Because you know what I was doing? A lot of people fucking say. does
0: not do and, that much. And I have no, I have no shame doing this. Like, like the Lewis Howes out there of the world's like just never quit. Just never quit and, and always go for your dreams. And it's like
1: that's you the, don't what, know anybody's
0: fucking situation,
1: dude. Like that's, that's it's, it's a, a, it's a you know, cop out. It's an easy it's way a, out. And here's an an the thing, like, and you know what? And this is what frustrates me about. I think we're doing very similar things in terms oh, of like the 100%. structure of what we're doing. I'm going
0: on some fucking rants, by the way. You got me fired up.
1: Dude, you You know what, dude? You're the best fucking podcast ever because I can just chill and, like, throw you a softball and then go. A lot of the times, I'm, like, stressing over here, like, all right, where are we going to go next with this? You're fucking great, man. I'm going to have you on every week. Yeah, let's do it, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, No, what I think... fuck. What were we just talking about? Um, uh,
0: It's a cop-out. The cop-out of of, of, of just... I'll never quit working, yeah.
1: Self-help and self-development. I I hate even being remotely associated with that because there's so many people out there that are doing exactly what you're talking about. They're just throwing fucking advice at people without any real certification, without asking any questions. They're just throwing don't quit yeah you know like um keep it up you know like the struggle post is, instagram every day yeah like <laughs> the reward is worth the struggle you know like the, the the struggle makes the reward worth it or like whatever there's the the like um you know these pl- people that just like then they go on stage and they like, give all this advice and you're like <sighs> it's an easy way to make a lot of money yep And it's 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 a profitable business. It's like a billion dollar industry. And same with coaching, which is something I've thought about doing, something I think you're doing, Mm -hmm. and I've been very hesitant about that too because there's a lot of fucking like just swinesters out there. And I don't. I don't, that's th- the, I don't think that's the right I word. Think, no, but it, I like is, it a is. Swinster? Uh, swine, like a pig. Yeah, swindlers. Swindler, yeah, yeah. there it is. Um, I like swinster, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I think there's something. I think there's something there, and the thing about it is that I, where where the compassion piece comes into play, and just because I'm you know super deep in the Buddhism and stuff.
1: Oh, um, what's up, ladies? <laughs> I'm super deep. Yeah, so i meditated deep, before mm-hmm. I came up
0: here. Um, as you're supposed to tell, are you supposed to tell people that you meditated. I don't know, but no, I, yeah. I think that the, this this piece is like they're there's they're doing the best they can. Right. And even if you're Ty Lopez and you're kind of a tool, like yeah. that dude's doing the best he can. If you look it through the lens, like, man, the guy's doing the best he can. And he is making a lot of money. And that's cool. And he has like Ferraris that he like tries to act nonchalant about, but really means He's actually a to really him.
1: smart guy. I listened to a, on, um, he's a smart um, dude. Um, what's he that? Tom, be there if Tom, Bilyeu. Bilyeu. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Impact Theory. Impact Theory, Yeah. Yeah. I saw him on that and I was impressed.
0: Yeah. He's a smart dude. He's he smart wouldn't, dude. he wouldn't be there if he was And eh? you know
1: what? Like his YouTube tactics, right? They everyone work. talks about him because he he came off as a douche on purpose. Yeah. So everyone talks about him and they dude. work. So then you're like, this guy's actually like Trump. Like well, is this guy actually as, a genius or is he an idiot?
0: It's uh it's like Kanye to me. Right? Exactly.
1: One day I was like, one day I was yeah. like
0: man, dude I fucking hate Kanye. This is like years ago, and I was like, actually, Kanye wants me to hate Kanye. God, he got me, Damn it. A, dude,
1: <laughs> it's like we were talking about with Iron John. Like, yeah. they're doing they're on level ten, man. They've like They've interplayed like, five different levels on your consciousness, and you're still up here trying to think of.
0: It's Mr Miyagi, dude. Wax on, wax off. Yeah, out. man, it's so crazy. And then that's the thing is, like, is being very genuine. Like you say that I do some coaching. Like I actually say I don't. I don't coach. I say, I'm very clear about what I can do with lifestyle design. And I, we have six. say so six weeks, one hour a week, and we can talk in between those via email and and whatever. and you can call me or whatever. We can have a good time. And the thing about it is, like, my purpose is to. Help you see yourself more clearly. See yourself through me. Be a really, really good listener. Ask really good questions because all the answers are inside of you. <laughs> like Deep in your psyche, you know what's going on. You are maybe a little bit blind to it and you just need to sidestep a little bit and just change your perspective a little bit, man. I mean, I've had guys go to, these are guys that are retired at 40 and have no financial woes and are just trying to figure out what to do next. Go to Ecstatic Dance doesn't seem relevant at all, but it breaks you outside of your normal pattern of thinking and you don't have any control there. You're just letting yourself completely free. And that's why Tony Robbins seminars are so great. Cause people can scream and yell and touch each yeah. other and like mostly not inappropriately, but like hug and like just get be, primal, and they've been li- living in a fucking box forever. Yeah. You could unleash the power within. You can like, ah, Have you, you know? Been? Yeah. yeah. And nice. I, I was young. I was like 23, so yeah. I didn't really get it, but I got, what well, I knew I was, it was also a very beautiful spot for me to be in because I was loving my life at the time, right? I was like a co-CrossFit coach and making pretty good money. I got sent to this thing by the people at CrossFit Central, and I got to see these people who had literally been living in a fucking cube and traveling for work and just run down People in their forties like get to fucking let it go, and I was like, "Oh, I get it. This, this, isn't, this doesn't really make sense for me. Like, this isn't this isn't really for me." If there's good information here, I think Tony Robbins is fucking amazing things to say. I actually like listening to his audio stuff better than I like his actual seminar. But people got to fucking let loose, man, and that's yeah. why. And I, dude, I have these frat guys that come through that are like young professionals. Go to the first yoga class. You're gonna have to meet somebody that's way different than what you're what you're used to. I've actually had I had fucking had a guy that came to town, we did like a deep dive for like four sessions, uh, finance guy, he was about to move over to Sweden, it was like and he he had we had talked about it and he had dated the same type of girl like four times in a row and mm-hmm. with the same results, same patterns. I'm like, you are you're you are committing to the type of human being that you thought you liked when you were sixteen, bro. Like if you committed to the video games that you thought you liked when you were sixteen, you would be so bored right now. But you're doing that over and over again. There's way
1: better graphics. Go take
0: te- <laughs> go take it. A- go out with a yoga teacher. Go out with somebody who's super weird. That's like just like just out there, and then you get to have a connection with them. And human connection is beautiful, dude. You can mm-hmm. learn so much through that. I don't even know how we got there, but... Never backtrack. No. <laughs> Never backtrack. Look, nothing you want is upstream. Yeah,
1: you can't, dude. Once you get on like these branches on the outside, you just kind of like keep going just, on them. out and, there. And, yeah, you just keep going on them. Yeah, so yeah. there's
0: something about expanding that experience. Oh, no, that's where I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle design is... is I encourage people to do that, and I have a fuck ton of resources because I've been in this game for a while. And I've seen, like I said, I've seen behind the curtain, and I can, I, I feel super comfortable in the advice that I what, give people. What do you mean behind the curtain? When I say, like, what you said, like these people, that they, everybody looks at them and asks them for all these questions like that they're oh, a guru, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, yeah. behind them and be like, well, no, that's real. I've seen enough of those people that are okay, just I real people, mean, yeah, yeah. right? i say I know a lot of people that are... Influential in that world, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, cool. That's a real. Pr- I've been able to humanize all of these people that most people don't get a chance to do that with, and see their real practices and what really works and how they really are. Like, I'll tell you right now, one person that impresses the fuck out of me on a daily basis. Every time I talk, I don't talk to him every day, but just with the way he brings himself to the world is JP Sears. J.P. Oh, so the, uh, the long haired guy, ultra spiritual dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is the most real deal. Influential person in that in that media world that I've ever encountered, like super tapped in. Like you wouldn't even you wouldn't even, and I don't say that about many people at all. Like this guy is the real deal, and he's genuine in everything he does. It's so crazy because you don't think that when you see somebody like, well, i have kind of tarnished now. Mm-hmm. Dude, the guy kills it. Love I, that guy. Yeah,
1: and it's I always wonder how people get to that point. You know, like what I always wonder, like did they drink a magic potion as a kid?
0: His story's great, dude.
1: But you know, when you meet people yeah. like that. But there's just something else to them that they just have a little more of the realness to them, So might is say. It's the
0: suffering, man. It's just like Westworld.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know. Sort of cause I, I know some start. people that I know their whole story and like they just are very, very real on a different level mm-hmm. than I feel like than the rest of us almost. Yeah. And I always wonder how they got there. You
0: know, that's a really good question. I think- I think that authenticity is a really interesting thing to explore, right? Because authenticity, and I can speak for this, and I, and I, I don't say that I'm authentic because it's a buzzword, right? Like I've been, I've been putting myself out there for a lot of years, you know, I mean, a little over a decade now, of like in being in front of people and expressing myself in that way and, and being in front of crowds. And there's definitely been some ego there and there's definitely been some petty bullshit and, yeah. and there's been a lot of learning, but I was always m- me for the most part. And when I've lost that, I feel like I'm dying inside. Like, uh, I work with this guy named Dan from, uh, declaring delivers mind tribes. It's this, it's this group coaching pro program and it's really fantastic. And he, and he goes from the sounds of it, you're being inauthentic. He called me out for something, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit, I am!" And that dude, it's been two months of me like spiraling into the depths of like all the this just lack of integrity. Recently? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm like, I'm in it right now. What, what was it that you
1: were being inauthentic about?
0: Uh, how I was bringing myself to my relationships, my friendships. And who I was being in that place is where a lot of stuff comes from is is who I was being in those relationships. And, you know, I have a mantra. I believe a lot in mantras, and some of mine are funny. Like, chill, bro, is like a mantra to me. And I'll, like, chant that sometimes. Um, and one of them is remember who you are, which is, like, I didn't realize from Lion King, which is, like, one of the best movies of all time. Remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mufasa says that on. Huh? Yeah. So, but there's one thing that's like, oh, remember- and then,
1: like, comes up in the clouds and shit after he dies. Yeah. And he puts it on right. the wall. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's
0: um,. Right. um it's a uh, really, really cool, and I think that there's there's something to be said about that, like really tapping, like, oh, dude, who I, who am I underneath all of this? But being able to bring that version of yourself forward, I don't know where it comes from, but I do know a handful of people that really have a grasp on it. That I they get able do, to see man, it. and and it's I think it's it, incredible. I I think it comes out of necessity, man, because it's inconvenient, like being being very. Putting yourself out there, and I think if you're introverted and super authentic, like you can get away with it a little bit easier. But if you if you have that desire to like make noise and have a thing, like and if you're six foot four and two hundred twenty pounds, and you like to bust weights and like you're a a big bro, and I'm speaking about myself, like people are going to come at you and be like, "Oh, this guy's a fucking douche. This guy's arrogant. This guy's this guy's conceited." And I'm like, and literally, I wake up at five o'clock every morning just wanting to make people's lives better. You know, And I do it in a really goofy way, but the funny thing is that that goofy style of meeting people where they are has helped me help a lot of people, and I would take all the hate. I could- muster just because the people that seek that show up and they're like oh hey cool their guards down because they're in a very vulnerable situation because they're mm. coming into a crossfit gym for the first time they don't know what the fuck they're gonna do and they're overweight and they're ashamed of themselves and they think they want to lose weight and they don't know why their relationship with food is all fucked and they have some big goofball like cutting jokes and like making them do funny things and like laughing a little bit then oh dude i could take myself a little bit less seriously well you know what happens in that space where you take yourself less seriously compassion can sneak in there and when compassion sneaks in that space life gets a fuck of a lot easier yeah
1: (laughs) taking yourself less seriously is probably one of the most powerful practices you can do (laughs) fuck dude yeah so i think as you were talking i was thinking of how just that it all ties back to the big grand mr ego because i'm thinking of the people i know that are the most authentic and and legit authentic Mm -hmm. right and take themselves not as serious as other people and it's because their ego isn't in the way. And now that's another question where why is that, That you know, nature and nurture and circumstances yeah. and stuff like that. But some of the people I'm thinking of in my head, one of them was a old firefighter friend of mine I've had on this podcast, Boonie. Yeah, And he just didn't have as much of an ego. And that's why he was the best leader I've ever seen in my life. You know, he just didn't. He didn't have as many of those blocks. Mm. The way he was just born and raised, his you know his genetic template—I don't know. Mm-hmm. I talked to him about it on the podcast too. Now that I'm thinking about it,
0: what did he say? What was his What was his response?
1: I mean, I was just you know he has no response to it. He doesn't know either. He's just like this is just, this is yeah. just me. He doesn't know. But I, I was yeah. I'm perplexed by those types of people because that's the I think the biggest the biggest difference is that he just doesn't have those blocks and that a lot of us have. The ego
0: is funny, man. Because you, you I, I've had a hard time because people ask me this kind of stuff. Because that's like I say, you know, a, pur- a purveyor of authenticity. Like I just love authentic expression. Is yeah. to me the goal, right? Like that's yeah. that's living. You can live a fulfilling life through authentic expression, regardless of what that expression is, because right. it's it's going to be variable and subjective to you. Like that's your whole thing. That's the whole point. Like I don't have a template for you. I have a I have a style of, of approaching that, but but I don't you know I don't have boxes for you to check necessarily no. because that's yeah. just that's well, not that's, authentic in itself. And
1: that is, I think, w- well said because that is what I think the self help. Uh, yes, a lot of times. Brand yeah. in the self-help genre tries to project that they can give you this checklist well they want you to, to be a lot of times they want you to be a victim this. so they
0: can heal you exactly no yeah <laughs> no exactly them, yeah. no that's a hundred percent it yeah it's a, it gets a twisted mind yeah, fun, yeah, it gets, but yeah you're right there is funny. there is no
1: checklist for it exactly and, and the thing about the ego is that, that someone else's checklist then it's never going to be your expression because it's yeah. someone else's checklist on yeah
0: someone else can help you make your own checklist yeah that's a different conversation you saying
1: that making questions like i've done sales before right mm-hmm. and sales there's no sales in sales there's not there's asking questions and listening. And then by the time you get to the point where like there's something for them to buy, it makes sense like they're going to buy it cuz you ask them questions and listen to what they need and then you just solve their problem with the product. And same thing with figuring things out or coaching people or whatever like it's just like you said asking them questions. Yep. And then you listen and then you ask another question and then they speak and then they kind of figure it out on their own. Yeah. But you're just like a little guide. Yeah. It's all it's all the same stuff. Oh dude. Like it there's is, a, there's it no is. coaching and coaching. No, no, like no, there's no sales, it's, it's and, there's most, no selling and sales. Mostly it's listening. just <laughs> Yeah, and it's just questions, you know? <laughs> and it's holding a
0: not non-judgmental space like I was saying. Like I've actually that's for whatever a, that's reason That's a big point, yeah. And I that's think a that really I think that's one of the it. things like with with it comes to ego coming up is like the ego's not going anywhere. Okay, you need it. It's actually super important. Mm-hmm. Having a relationship with it and understanding what's bullshit and what's not. Like having a bullshit meter on yourself is really important. I think that's where it comes. I think that's where that comes from. Like good leaders, in my opinion, and I don't want to talk about vision. Visionaries and leaders to me are two different things. And a lot of times you don't have one that's both. If you get one that's both, that's a unicorn. Right? Because visionaries create out there things. Like we talked about the Steve Jobs of the world, who just Steve Jobs wasn't a great leader, but he was a hell of a visionary. Yeah. Right. And sometimes CEOs are visionaries and CEOs are leaders. Just how it goes, yeah. Um, but I think great leaders, if you read like leaders eat last by Simon Sinek, he talks a lot about this, and and it's really really beautifully said in his book. Way better than I'm going to say it. But you have a relationship with this, having a bullshit meter on yourself, like knowing like can I listen to everybody else before I state my opinion, or does my opinion need to go first, and everybody else's opinions need to be in alignment with or out of alignment. Are they agreeing or disagreeing with me yeah. no. now? I've set, I've set it up a duality, and this funny thing that happens, man, because people get fucking jaded when they're in power, absolute power corrupts absolutely, where they think that people will be honest with them if that person is responsible for their fucking paycheck. And that is fucking delusional, even if it's subconscious. I've had this argument over and over again where I'm like, no, dude, if, if, if this person, for most people of the world, they're going to lean towards, uh, maybe I shouldn't say something to my boss because i don 't want to lose my fucking job yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. And it's like i, like, I don 't want to start that slippery slope of like what have happened they 're going to question me and then whatever it 's like no, so you have to understand like you have to create a very very strong container for honesty and feedback and you have to be willing to be wrong, and that takes a healthy relationship with your ego
1: and knowing when you are actually wrong versus when somebody else is wrong, and yeah. like you need to stand up for yourself that 's yeah. a whole other. That's Dude, a whole other playground, you know. One of like, the most
0: fun people on the show that listen to the show is, is go and if you have a journaling practice, I'm sure you talked about define stand up for yourself. That's fun as hell. I actually did that a while back. I was like, what does it mean to stand up for yourself? I would say,
1: let, let me try. Yeah, go for it. I would say to standing up for yourself is to defend. If we want to use authenticity, I was going to say like defend your spirit or like defend your, your own self or like defend your authenticity when appropriate. Yeah, I like that. And knowing when, and knowing when is, I think the, Hmm. is the key point. You know, yeah, when it's appropriate. The, defending your, your, your truth. Yeah. Defending had, your I had, truth. I had, a, I
0: had a conversation that I felt like I was standing up for myself, and it was like, I'm not going to let you woo me into into your way of thinking, man. And I did- That's what you said to the other person? No. that's Well, that's not what I said oh. in my words. That's what it was like. That's that's what I- I oh, okay. said different words, but that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because the one thing that's funny about relationships and coming to stand up for yourself is that you're, that means that you're- in that, by that definition that you're shifting the way that you're bringing yourself, your state of being in a relationship, mm-hmm. because you have to look at like, you set the agreement for how people treat you. Like you're responsible for how people treat you. If somebody doesn't treat you well and you allow it, well then you might as well be treating yourself like shit, right? And so if you go to shift that, then you, that's where this, like the standing up for myself comes in, right? And to me, when I broke it down, it was like, okay, that means I can be grounded and stand tall with no one else. And be fully who I am, and if I want to move forward and I need support, well, I can have support and I can reach out for support and I can I can, I can be from that place. Right. But I don't have I don't need anybody else's validation. A lot of times, it's what happens. I don't need anybody else's validation to help me stand up. Right. Right. <laughs> and I can let, and I need to let, sometimes I need to let them know that. Yeah. And that's really really interesting because I'd like to fucking walk arm in arm with people and like crush it, you know, in the metaphorical sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's great too. But I, at the end of the day, like I I want to be able to bring a fully grounded, tall standing. Self, that doesn't really exist. The self, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't,
1: but it does, and it doesn't. It, it does, and it <laughs> doesn't. It's both, and it's nothing. <laughs> so
0: just, just Sidetrack myself. A, just shadows and off. dust, Maximus. Shadows yeah, and dust. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'd be able to bring a full version of myself to yeah. whatever I can do in the in the world. And sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong about the way that I let people treat me. And I'll, I'll, I create relationships that aren't that don't that don't serve me, and I gotta I gotta change that agreement or let it go or both. Yeah, it's fucking both. wild, man. Like human connection is such a I, it human is connection incredible. geeks me out. Like it, it's really like just watching the way people connect with each other and how you can like see it on them is
1: oh man, it's you know wild. And yeah, people, man, and, the, and, the and dynamics the, the, between yeah. like like power dynamics when you get like in a structure, mm-hmm. you know, oh, or dude. like even like Group you and I think? meeting for the first time, like okay, cool, how is that? Dynamic played out versus if I was to see someone you saw somebody you've known for ten years, yeah, but you haven't seen them in two years, or mm-hmm. you see them every day, or yeah. it's an old romantic relationship, or it's a new one, yeah, or it's a little kid, or it's like a old boss, or now is he yeah. your boss? And like, there's all these dynamics constantly. Dude,
0: it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you when you ever like see somebody and you're with somebody, like you're with somebody you know currently, and you see somebody from the past, and then you. Act like you used to act. Oh, dude. And then, and then the person Wait. you're with that knows you now is like, what the fuck are you doing? Wait, so like,
1: <laughs> you know Ram Dass? Yeah. Yeah, so he said, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a weekend with your parents. Yeah. Because yeah. it's true, man. Yeah, as soon as you, who this happen to? but I've had- a bratty little shit. <laughs> I've had, yeah. Or like, you go back with your, yeah, if you go back with your parents or your siblings or, um, I've had quite a few people say like, hey, whenever we hang out with them, like, you act like a different person. And I'm like, fuck like that's I where do. i was that's
0: where my inauthent- that's where the inauthenticity i don't want yeah. to say my authentic- but the that's, in, really that's where hard. i was bringing it up at yeah i think in, it's
1: really hard for uh, i'm a really social guy you what yeah. you are too and so i almost i think like through osmosis i i pick up and it's a it's a really good skill it's mm-hmm. a strength but in a lot of ways i easily just like take on the environment you know and yeah. then like like you said you just start talking like you used to or acting like you used to and you're like what the fuck i thought i came so far yeah
0: you know it's nice reminders man that we're you know it's it's all it's not as linear as we like to believe it know, is i know man it's wild though dude it's a, it's a trip man. yeah we, we're, we're, it's it's a blessing to be able to live a life like this you know and it's fuck man it's what hard like, like yeah we're sitting under, under, we're sitting under a tree with a little buddha with and a little buddha chillin', man. just chilling dude little peace sign buddha. should we name him i don't know, I, don't know. I, th- I think he's i think he's got a name it was the name of the, the Bodhisattva peace peace Bodhisattva, um, but uh, yeah, dude, it, it really is, and and we get to connect with people, and and you're doing yourself and everyone that you can connect with a disservice by not being who the fuck you actually yeah, are. Very and true. It's, it's wild, and that it, 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 it seems so like cheesy to say like it belongs on a meme but it's like uh, i don't know man There's It, seems, it seems stuff, br- man. it's like the best stuff comes up over and over again over time right like you look at buddhism and then you look at philosophy and then you look at like the subtle art of not giving a fuck they're not that different. No. It's just a different way of saying it. the same thing to resonate with a different audience and side, yeah. as we were talking about earlier, like these bridges, like being a bridge to the people that you can connect with and that you can impact. Damn, that's fun. Yeah. You know? And that may be through spreadsheets, that maybe through podcasts. Like who knows? Maybe both. Maybe a podcast about spreadsheets. But whatever, right? It's like who cares? What you, that's yeah. like that's the way you wanna if that's the way you wanna do your thing. If yeah. you wanna go to the nudist colony, like get after it, man. Expand yourself and let's see what's up.
1: Well said, dude. <laughs> well shit, dude, it's been an hour. Wow, we laid yeah, it down. man, dude. Fucking great. <laughs> well said at the end there, too. Um, tell people where they can find you. And stuff. Man, uh, you got your Cool podcast. The realness. It used, to be the, it used to be the pleasure monkey, and you switched it. Yeah, we rebranded. We hit them with the I rebrand. The, I like the realness better. Yeah, the real, I used the to realness, be pull up a seat with Alex Starr. Really? Just to get it started. And then about a year, year and a half ago, I switched it to rewrite the rules. Yeah. Same I like thing. That. Dude. Rewrite this. I
0: like that better. Yeah. It's a good improvement. And that's the thing. The pleasure monkey came from, came from, uh, you know, the origins of this whole thing. And, and it was just kind of this free flowing thing, and it started to take shape. And the, I actually came up with the with the term "the realness" in 2011. It was our first CrossFit blog back in the day cool. when I was coaching, yeah, yeah. and it was I would I would post like videos that I thought were appropriate, and I would comment on them. And it was like it was like extension of my coaching. And I actually have a kettlebell with the realness painted on it downstairs. And nice. I was talking about changing the podcast name, and someone goes, "I just really like the realness of it." And I was like, "The realness?" I was like, "Huh?" And I went downstairs. I forgot I had that kettlebell down there, and I was like that's enough synchronicity for me. Like I'm going to make this thing happen. Nice. And it just became, that's, that, that's what I'd think about. That's what I bring to the show is, is just authentic, genuine conversations that that's, that's, if I have a talent in the world is creating that space for, yeah. for genuine connection. Um, so speaking of spaces for that connection, the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google play, um, the YouTube is at Connor Moore. And then we have the Realness community on Facebook, which is really fun. We're approaching a thousand people. I there saw it, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty so badass. One hundred and twenty-one, I think, today. going yeah. I check it out, um, I got a few requests and it go clear, but that's a place where I do Facebook Lives weekly on Wednesdays, um, just jumping in and, and connecting with the community. And and like I said, sometimes people ask me questions, and it's so fun. I love when people ask me questions about like. Uh, foreign affairs and like finance. I'm like in Bitcoin. I'm like I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> have, you, like, have you ever listened to my podcast? Like yeah. I've never spoken about this one
1: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but maybe you can put people, them in touch with somebody who does. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody, yeah. Will,
0: somebody. Will usually, that's what. That's the fun thing is that people will chime in and like they'll they'll yeah. create relationships off the side. But but it's cool to have that big group of people where you can just yeah get it together. And then we got a retreat coming up here in Austin. It's gonna be fun as hell. So oh, cool, man! All kinds of fun stuff. But if you really want to get connected, the realness community on Facebook is where it's at, and then checking out the podcast on iTunes and all the fun stuff, right, and leaving it a five star review is always very you're always very do it. <laughs> always got to do it. And
1: while you're there, leave one for mine too. Yeah, yeah, leave course, both man, at the same of time. Yeah. Right on, brother. Well, thanks so much for of course, coming out man. and joining this beautiful evening. Yeah, and, dude, I
0: appreciate it. It's always fun to connect, <laughs> hanging man. out, dude. All Hi right, brother. See you soon. You can cut
1: out, I don't know what that word is. See you soon. Later, later. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. That was Connor Moore once again. Check him out. His podcast is called The Realness. Um, his website is gettherealness.com. dot com, and uh, he just came out with a intention journal as well. I totally forgot to mention that at the beginning, but he has an intention journal. Um, You can get on there and just doing a retreat and a lot of really cool, cool stuff going on with him. He's a, he's a really neat guy. So anyway, uh, love y'all and shoot me a DM, an email. Y'all know where to find me. Love you guys very much. And I am about to go to sleep. See ya.